0: listening to Cut for Time, a podcast of Faith Church Indy, and I'm your host, Claire Kingsley. I'm here with Pastor Joey Weisman today. We're in our series on Philippians, and on Sunday, Joey taught on Philippians chapter one, verses nine through 11. If you have not had a chance to listen to this sermon yet, I encourage you to do so. A main idea from Pastor Joey's sermon from Sunday was that your destination determines your days. Joey, why don't you give one minute to explain what this means to us?
1: Yeah, so your destination determines your days is, I think in Philippians 1, 9 through 11, Paul's prayer for us is that we would understand that our lives are going towards a destination, towards the day of Christ. He wants us to arrive on that day like we belong like we know what it's going to be like like we know you know like we're citizens of heaven and so he says hey if that's your final destination that should determine the way you live your life today your destination determines your days so he calls us to purity blamelessness fruitful righteousness as we move towards and anticipate the day of christ
0: Thanks. So for those listening, um, why don't you just share with us, what's the reason behind this podcast? How much do you overprepare when you preach? How much do you need to cut because you're cut for time?
1: Yeah, we decided to start recording some of these little stories and stuff that we have to cut because So, for me, an average sermon is about 3,800 words. Uh, but I usually write somewhere around 5,000 words. And then on Sunday morning, I go over it and I'm like, all right, what am I going to cut out? And I have to cut, you know, 1,000, 1,500 words sometimes. And, you know, those are some good stories and embarrassing things about my wife that I would have otherwise
0: shared. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that is reason enough to listen to this podcast, is to get those uh, little nuggets. So uh, stay tuned to the very end of the episode where Joey and Jeff have an opportunity to tell some, tell us something that is fun, a fun illustration, a fun story that they also had to cut for time. Uh, but, but before that, uh, Joey, why don't you tell us one main idea or one thing that you needed to leave out on Sunday mm. because you were cut for time?
1: Yeah, I really wanted to spend some time talking about ethical theories which if anyone who knows me, that's not surprising. It's also not surprising that I cut it for time. <laughs> uh, but there's, the, there's this school of thought called virtue theory, and which uh, essentially argues that uh, the goal of, or, or what makes of somebody a good person is that they perform the human function well. In other words, like the, the classic illustration is like a, a good knife is a knife that cuts well. A good flute player is a player who plays the flute well. Like a knife with a dull edge is not a good knife. So the question is, well, what does it mean to be a good human? And uh, the the ultimate purpose, or what the Greek philosophers would call the telos of human life, uh, is argued back and forth, different perspectives, say there's a different end to human life. But the same The same kind of question and idea comes up in this passage. Uh, I put it in terms of your destination determines your days, but another way of saying it is if you understand what it means to be truly human, then the virtuous life is the life of, of practice and habit and ritual and character that orients you towards that end. Towards that purpose. So rather than get into a discussion about virtue theory versus utilitarianism or deontological ethics, I just said, hey, your destination determines your days, and I left Aristotle out of the
0: sermon. So, what you're not seeing right now, if you're listening, are my eyes going really big, which is what everybody would be doing, probably in church, trying to track with you. So, Mm -hmm. we um, love the thought behind it, but probably would have been maybe difficult to track with you. Right,
1: right. I mean, to put it in, uh, to put it like in an illustration, um, I was watching a video recently on YouTube of a guy laying a cinder block wall. And you can, you can tell the guy has put mud on cinder block thousands if not hundreds of thousands of times in his life because of the way he's able to use the trowel, uh, drop the mud exactly where he wants it, the right amount, the right angles, all of it. And uh, it, that's a skill. It's a craft. So is being a human. Being a human being is a skill. It's a learned skill. It's a craft, and you can get better at it. That's sort of the same idea Um, in masonry terms. Mm
0: -hmm. Thanks. That helps. So, uh, Joey, what's one thing, what's one joke, an illustration, a personal story that you wish you could have included this past Sunday for people to know you more?
1: Yeah, I don't know about uh, the joke side because I usually, those just come to me in the moment and then I get in trouble for them later. But um, one story that I cut uh, is along these same lines. Uh, I was remembering back to a time in college when I was uh, critiquing one of my college professors on his
0: juggling technique. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Joey is a very skilled juggler.
1: I used to be. And then I got a girlfriend and married her. And Yes.
0: Well, your um, senior photos Yes. prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, now I think we know what the photo for a uh, cut for time is going to be. Yes. <laughs> Me juggling torches in a Goodwill sweater. <laughs> right. So uh, I was teaching him how to, or, or critiquing his juggling technique. And, you know, it's all this real technical nuance stuff, like your right hand is too dominant, you got to make sure your left hand throws as high as your right, your tosses are going a little forward, so it's making you walk around the room, stand in front of a, a bed or something like that to keep you from walking forward. You got to catch the ball with your thumb open, you use your thumb as a net to catch it and then roll in it into your fingers. Your hands should be uh, kind of at a 45 degree angle, not too flat, your hands should continue to move in this circular pattern while the balls move in an infinity pattern, all of this stuff. And... Um, I think I overwhelmed him pretty quickly, and then he made some comment about how uh, he can do that to me for golf. I can do that to him for juggling. And what struck me, and what I would have used in this illustration, is that neither of us could do it to ourselves for the skill that we didn't already possess, right? Like, I can't critique my own golf swing, and he can't critique his own juggling. Uh, The whole reason I would have used that is to say, like, we need not just other people around us, but... um, scripture, St. Paul, and others who show us actively what it means to be living towards this human end, the the destination of the day of Christ. And you could think of all of the rest of Philippians of Paul essentially watching our lives and critiquing our technique, Mm -hmm. and if it's leading us towards the day of Christ or not, or leading us towards the day of Christ with that purity and blamelessness and fruitful righteousness, righteousness
0: that he desires for us. That's awesome. I'm so glad you included to share that with us. Thanks. Yeah. So that's all we've got for today's episode of Cut for Time. If you enjoyed the podcast, le- take a few seconds when you're done listening to leave us a review. The more reviews that we get, this makes it the podcast more visible to others searching for content and for our church.
1: Awesome. Hey, uh, thanks for being here. Um, this is supposed to be my tagline, and I think all great pastors should have a tagline.
0: That's a wrap. little nuggets.